to the BizGon Social Podcast. We help entrepreneurs navigate how to get known, get customers, and get the edge over their competition. Here is your host, Lorraine Duncan. So here we are on the BizGon Social Podcast. I'm so glad to be here. And my promise to you, as always, is I want to give you a little bit of verbal caffeine that will energize your business and social media marketing and help you stay social. After all, don't you want to be the business everyone's talking about? I know I do. And I'm really stoked to have a great colleague of mine on board here today, Kara Gilbride. Welcome, Kara. Well, thank you, Lorraine. What a fantastic introduction. I, um, I've known Kara for at least about four years now, maybe a little longer. And Kara, just tell the audience a little bit about your business and what you do. I'm a photographer and owner of Kelly Studios. We do event, portrait, and commercial photography. My studio is in downtown Stanford, Connecticut on Prospect Street. And very interesting is you have like a little story, maybe with your name. Can you share that story? I do. I can't believe you remembered that. Um, I was, gosh, I was creating my business many moons ago before it actually even became my full-time business. And I was talking to my best friend, um, trying to come up with a name. And she actually came up with the name Calla Lily for me. Um, I thought it was great because at the time we were doing weddings together and it was a, um, you know, clearly a, a wedding flower. It was classic. It was clean. Um, and it was simple, which are all things that I was really looking for um, in my branding. That's awesome. And Carrie, you know, you didn't start out as a photographer. You, you kind of morphed into it. What, why the switch? What made you decide that all of a sudden I'm going to be a photographer? So photography was actually always in the background. Um, I did my high school yearbook at 14 years old um, as a photographer. And I kept that through college, doing it part-time and beyond. I was originally shooting film, always had a camera in my hand, whether or not I was shooting for someone or not. And during the transfer to digital, I was using a little elf for a few years and not really doing anything professional. And then one year, my boyfriend actually bought me a camera, the Canon 40D for Christmas, my first digital camera. I think that was 2007. And in 2008, I bought myself a laptop and I was ready to kind of open shop again. And so I started freelancing um, again, kind of sort of accidentally. I started doing volunteer photography for a nonprofit and somebody um, asked me if I'd like to work for her and kind of the ball started rolling again. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm just curious is like, not only are you a photographer, but you're actually a business owner too. What do you like the best about being in business for yourself? The flexibility of everything. I love waking up when I want. Um, I love scheduling my day as I want. As you know, personally, I work odd hours. I don't work at a nine to five schedule whatsoever. I fought that for many years being an employee, um, having to get somewhere at a certain time, um, you know, fighting traffic and the flexibility of scheduling my sessions, 
and being able to do my computer work um, on my own schedule was probably one of the biggest benefits. Also, goal-wise, you know, I had a career of making money and and doing business and understanding, you know, profit and loss prior to. So once I went into business, I was able to bring that knowledge with me. Um, so I wasn't exactly blind. Um, in other words, I was able to really make my business a, a real business and not just a hobby turned business. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. And interestingly enough, a lot of people that are probably on this call today could be thinking of starting up their own business. And we always talk about the happy things about being in business for ourselves. What would you say is the biggest challenge that you have as owning your own business? What would you say that would be? That's a good question. Probably knowing what to outsource and increasing my bottom line without making myself insane and without allowing myself to have time to clean the house and make dinner and have fun and vacation and do stuff. Obviously during COVID it's been a little insane. And so your priorities shifted to mere survival at one point when I was told we had to shut down (laughs) Um, because I am a very in-person business. Um, I don't have other revenue streams that are strictly um, online. So my cause and effect is do a shoot, get paid. So that changed and that became probably my biggest challenge. Um, But it's opened my eyes to considering other revenue streams in my goal planning and trying to figure out what the future will look like. And not only future, but increased income, potentially, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's always important to know exactly what you can delegate and what you can't delegate and be very clear about that along with all the, you know, it's, it's a journey. I always call life a journey, but being in business is a, is a wild adventure sometimes. And, but the bottom line is, is we, we stepped out, both of us own our own businesses and we stepped out and we're doing something that we love doing. And I've never worked harder. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I, and it feels good though, at the end of the day, because you could leave, you could work for somebody, but you're not, really increasing your bottom line, but you're increasing their bottom line. So in the sense that, yes, you're working harder, but you're working harder for your company, which is is probably the best thing that you could possibly do for yourself if you don't want to work for someone. Well, and you just said something too about, you know, increasing their bottom line. I always think about that when I go to potentially hire somebody is that I make sure, and you knew that with Annie, who I had for you know a little while as a freelancer for me, I wanted to give as much as I got from her. And my, her experience with me got her a full-time job and got her through a tough interview because I helped prep her as you know just an extra. And the things that she did with me were able to move her forward. So even when I was in finance, I valued my employees and I valued their growth as much as I valued my own company's growth. Cause I think that that common thread of I'm getting no value at work. I'm just making them money is something that I never want to be correlated with me, whether it's for another company or whether it's for Cali studios. So just an aside, 
kind of based no, on what said. actually that's really I, my husband and I actually were just talking about this yesterday is that because I had recently hired someone and the bottom line is is that it's my job as an employer to help the person that I employed in any way that I can to help them succeed and be more successful. And because if you think about it, if you're helping someone be more successful, then they're going on and they're just they're paying it forward, really, because they're helping and they're and they're doing the best they can. And they're and they're and they know what they're doing. And and so Annie was awesome. I enjoyed I got to steal Annie a little bit, too. So (laughs) I I benefited. You know her. Right. Right. If you um, provide value, you get value. That's what I think. It's so true. It's, it's, it's coming from a place of service. If you, if you come from a place of serving and going the extra distance, you're, it just comes back to you. And I don't even know how that formula works, but it does. (laughs) Um, Somehow it comes back to you. Um, Interestingly enough too, is like, if there was one piece of advice you could give someone going into business for themselves that you wish you would have done when you first started out, what would it be? Start sooner. The minute you want to start something, start it. Um, I think, and actually there's a nonprofit, um, Girls with Impact, it's called. And they train 12 to 18-year-old girls on how to start businesses. I am such a full supporter of knowing how to open a business, female or male, from a young age, because that's so empowering. So... For me, I do appreciate the time I had in finance to develop myself mentally and and be stronger as a business owner. But if you want to be a photographer or a social media marketer, now the amount of information that's online for you to do it is far greater than when we were turning out. Um, You know, nobody trained me how to run a business in photography because it didn't exist. We didn't have the YouTube videos. We didn't have, you know, all these training sessions like we both have now at our fingertips. So I think putting the work in and just starting any old business and just learning how to open a business is probably my biggest piece of advice. You know, be a, I don't know, Molons, but know how to open an LLC and do it the right way. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. I think that a lot of times people will talk about starting something or doing something and then they never do it. And nothing that I would hate more than to going to maybe that last breath and knowing that there was some stuff that I didn't get to do. And the the last two years have been, you know, today, tomorrow actually is not promised. So I totally agree that Really, if you're thinking of starting a business, just do it. It's kind of like the Nike slogan, just do it. Well, and we're, we're more risk takers. So it might be easy for us to jump and then figure out as we're falling how to do it. Um, but there are ways to prepare and keep your old job and do it on the side and just keep, you know, as um, Julia Kelleher, a photographer, says, um, keep building that snowball as you push it up the hill because the snowball is going to get bigger. And at some point it's going to get to the top of the hill and it's going to roll over the other side and you're going to be great. But as you're pushing it and as it's getting bigger, it's getting heavier as you're getting to the top, but you're getting to the top and it's about to tip over. 
So that is a great analogy that I adore because, you know, we deal with this every day, both of us. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that. Definitely. I'm going to put that in my favorite, one of my favorites. Well, Kara, I just want to like thank you so much for um, being a guest on my show. And, you know, Kara does so much. She has, she adds so much value to doing a photography session with her. You know, she does anything from head portraits to pet portraits to, to corporate shots to events. I mean, and she has a great portfolio. And so how would, if somebody needed to get in touch with you and, and wanted to get something done, how would they get in touch with you? Um, go to my website. It has a contact form there as well as my cell phone directly on the website. And that's www.callalilystudios.com. C-A-L-L-A-L-I-L-Y studios, plural.com. Thank you, Lorraine. I appreciate this impromptu fun. Awesome. And thank you for being my guest and everybody out there. Until next week, I'll see you soon.